Welcome back to Cancer Perspective. Thank you for joining us. May is Bladder Cancer Awareness Month, Brain Cancer Awareness Month, and Melanoma and Skin Cancer Awareness Month. Today we're going to be focusing on bladder cancer. Our bladder is a balloon-shaped organ that stores our urine. It's a muscular organ lined with urothelial cells, and a doctor that specializes in the urinary system is a urologist. Because it holds liquid, a urinary bladder is also thought of as a cyst. So a scope to look within the bladder is a cystoscopy, or you might have a cystogram. The removal of the bladder is a cystectomy. Cancer that starts in the urothelial cells that line the urethra, the bladder, the ureters, the kidneys, and some other organs is called urothelial carcinoma. This makes up the vast majority of all bladder cancers. Sometimes urothelial cell cancer is also called transitional cell because urothelial cells can change their shape or transition and stretch when the bladder is full and then shrink when it's emptied. There can be small cell carcinoma in the bladder that begins in neuroendocrine cells or nerve-like cells that release hormones or adenocarcinomas that begin in the place where mucus is found or the glandular cells in the bladder and potentially squamous cell carcinoma Usually, if you have squamous cell carcinoma of the bladder, it usually comes from a parasite that creates chronic irritation that lines the bladder, and those cells gradually change to squamous cells. Bladder cancer can be described as muscle invasive, invading that muscular lining, or non-muscle invasive. It hasn't spread beyond the thin lining of the urothelial cells into the muscle wall of the bladder. If you've been following along, we've mentioned that tobacco, especially cigarettes, is a major factor of bladder cancer. Other causes could be the parasites that we just mentioned. A fourth subtype of bladder cancer is sarcoma, and that starts in the muscle walls of the bladder, and this is extremely rare. This is considered a soft tissue sarcoma, and we'll cover that at another time. The less common types of bladder cancer, other than sarcoma, are treated like a typical transitional cell or urothelial cell. But the less common ones are monitored even more closely for a response to treatment. Treatment will be changed quicker if the cancer does not appear to be responding to a specific chemotherapy. Bladder cancer is one that can oftentimes be found early because of the urinary symptoms that we see in our toilets. We can see blood in the urine or hematuria, heme for blood, urea for urine. When the cancer is in early stages, it may cause bleeding without any pain. You may see little spots of blood or little changes to the urine color, and it's possible that you may not see any changes at all. 
microscopic hematuria or microscopic amounts of blood in the urine. Blood in the urine doesn't always mean that you have cancer, but it does mean that something is being irritated and deserves a special look. Changes to your urinary habits or how often you go to the bathroom. Do you go more often? Is there pain? Do you have an urge to go even when your bladder isn't all the way full? How about if you're urinating and it's just not coming out very quickly? A weak stream. How many times do you have to get up in the middle of the night? As we age, we may notice that we have a weaker bladder and we have more frequent urges, get up in the middle of the night. Or if we have a prostate and it's making our stream weak. So each of these signs most likely is not bladder cancer, but we want to make sure that anytime things change, things are not your normal anymore and you've been seeing your provider and you've mentioned that you are up to the bathroom three times in the night and that's your new normal after everything's been checked out and now it's gone to eight times in a night, there's a big change. Or you've never had to get up in the middle of the night and now you're getting up twice a night to go urinate. We call that nocturia, nocturnal urination. The first test that your provider will do if you have any of those symptoms would be a urinalysis. If your urinalysis is abnormal, it will likely require a culture or a cytology evaluation. And then we've mentioned the cystoscopy, or taking a light up into the bladder to look around and evaluate for abnormal cells. You can have a transurethral resection of bladder tumor, or a TURBT, TURBT. That is a procedure that if during the cystoscopy they find that you need a biopsy to test to see if that's indeed cancer, they go through the urethra to take a piece of either a tumor or a scraping of the cells and some of the bladder muscle around the tumor to evaluate it underneath the microscope. Imaging tests that you may require are an x-ray, a bladder ultrasound, or an MRI of the pelvis. An intravenous urogram is an x-ray of your urinary system. It injects a special dye into the vein, or an IV. The dye is removed from the blood through the kidneys and passes into the ureters in the bladder. And x-rays are done to evaluate what's going on. They can do that same test right through the urethra. That's called a retrograde pilogram. A CT or a CAT scan of the kidney, ureters, and bladder is a CT urogram. It focuses just on the urinary symptom. And you can use a CT-guided biopsy to put a needle through your pelvis into wherever the suspected tumor is. When bladder cancer is at the earliest stages, the TURBT, or the transurethral resection of the tumor, can be the only treatment. Usually, though, it's followed by what we call intravesical. This is intravesical BCG, a tuberculin liquid drug straight into the bladder rather than giving it by mouth or into the blood. 
And then a cystoscopy is done every three to six months to evaluate if the cancer is coming back. This can also be the treatment for low-grade, slow-growing, low-stage bladder cancer. If the cancer is a higher-grade or faster-growing, or if the tumor is very large when it's first found, they may do what is called a radical cystectomy, or a complete removal of the bladder. Radiation therapy can be offered in some cases, often along with chemotherapy. When the cancer is stage four or non-curative, or when bladder cancer recurs or progresses, in those cases, surgery is not usually an option. So treatment is usually aimed at slowing down the cancer. We've had really good luck with immunotherapy or targeted therapy in these instances. When bladder cancer is found early, it is considered highly curable. As with all cases of cancer, the more localized and the lower grades mean a better chance. When cancer spreads to regional areas near the bladder or a distant organ such as the lung or liver, the survival rates decline. According to the American Bladder Cancer Society, Bladder cancer accounts for 5% of all cases of cancer in the United States. It is more common in the male urinary bladder than the female urinary bladder. The most widely accepted ribbon color for bladder cancer is orange. However, the original ribbon is a tricolor with blue, purple, and marigold yellow. The orange ribbon also represents kidney disease, kidney cancer, and leukemia. A Google search will show the tricolor ribbon more readily than the orange ribbon. So there's a revert back to the original tricolor ribbon, which in my opinion is interesting and unique. So wear your purple, blue, and yellow to support the families and individuals who are affected by bladder cancer. Thank you for joining us. Take care and spread kindness.